0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Three Stakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Year's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. All right, welcome
1: back to another episode of Royals Review Radio. My name is Alex Duvall. I'm the host of this thing, joined as always tonight by my co-host, Jeremy Greco. Jeremy, how are we doing? Pretty good for a Wednesday. Pretty good for a Wednesday. Fair enough. Joined also tonight by the editor-in-chief of Royals Review, Max Reaper. Max, how we doing? Great, Alex. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Joined again by former host of the – oh, my gosh. I'm forgetting – drawing a blank. Um, um, He's m- not going to help you clearing either. Clearing Waivers Podcast. Goodness gracious, the Clearing Waivers Podcast. Josh Kaiser. Josh, how we doing?
2: I feel totally forgettable, is how I'm doing.
1: <laughs> That's not fair, but okay. Uh, so.
2: <laughs> well, we
1: agree to disagree on that one, but I feel uh, outside of that, I feel fantastic. Thanks for having me on, man. Absolutely. So, we're, what we're doing tonight, and as I kind of teased it on Twitter, we're going to have a fantasy draft. And the fantasy draft tonight is not like fantasy baseball related. What we're going to do is we're going to take the greatest Royals of all time, and there's minimum qualifiers here. They have to have either. 1,000 career plate appearances in a Royals uniform or have thrown 250 innings in a Royals uniform during their careers. The goal of this is to draft a team, 17 players, I'll explain in a second, that would play each other in a playoff format series, three games-ish, right? Um, And you're trying to win an actual baseball game against the other drafters' teams. So, the 17 we're going to draft tonight is one through nine in the starting lineup, a pinch runner or a pinch hitter, three starting pitchers, three relief pitchers, and then a swing arm. That's 17 total players, 10 bats, seven arms. And the, the idea is draft the best royals of all time to play a three-game best of three, or yeah, best of three, um, playoff series against the other opponents. And then, obviously, you have some kind of championship series. Let's just pretend, though. We're not going to actually get these guys out and play them. So, anyway, um, Josh Kaiser was rewarded with the first overall pick somehow. I don't know how we let him get away with that. It's going to be Josh Kaiser drafting first. Myself is going to draft second. Uh, Jeremy is going to be drafting third. And then Max is going to be drafting fourth. And we'll snake it all the way through. Uh, We're going to spend a little bit of time explaining our picks, talking about the picks, weighing options of who could have been drafted instead, and we'll just play it from there. So uh, a couple qualifiers are, if you draft Zach Granke, you're not just getting Cy Young at his peak, Zach Granke. you got to take everything that Zach Granke was in a Royals uniform, which was some Stanky Granke and some Cy Young Granke. And so that's how this is going to work. So we're drafting the entirety of their Royals career uh, for this team. And then we will play on from there. I have told the guys drafting uh, longevity can be used. So like if it's James Shields or Kevin Apier and you're trying to justify why you chose Apier over Shields, longevity is OK to use as a as a point of emphasis in your team. Um, but again, we're just taking what they did in a Royals uniform. so. If you draft Miguel Tejada in this thing, you're not getting MVP of the Baltimore Orioles, Miguel Tejada. You're getting his walk-up song was literally ain't as good as I once was when he was in Kansas City. So that's that's how this is going to work. So we'll explain it even more as we keep going. Uh, But without further ado, Josh Kaiser with the first overall pick in the 2021 greatest Royals of all time draft. You are on the clock, sir.
2: Well, it's an honor to have the uh, number one overall pick. Let me just get that out of the way. Um, And I I mean, if you know me, you know my style, you know that I get cute in some of these things and I could get cute and start doing, you know, maybe, maybe player A is is more deserving or maybe I can turn some heads and get some angry comments on Twitter if I take player Y, but really you got to go with the goat. And, boys, that's Tony Pena Jr. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's George Brett, number one with the bullet. Uh, The the goat of the Royals organization, the only Hall of Famer that is really, like, a Royals homegrown player uh, at this point. Spent his entire career in Kansas City, so longevity absolutely matters in this particular uh, situation, even though there are some other players that you, you could make a case for to build a team around but there's really a one. It's George Brett, number one. Give me George Brett, third base or first base. I'm reserving the right to put him at first base if I need to.
1: 84.6 career F-war, a 132-weighted runs created plus, 317 home runs.
2: His, K, uh, his yeah. K rate, 7.8%. 7.8% K rate in a career. That's rate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm going to have a fun stat about Salvi's walk rate whenever uh, he gets inevitably picked, but uh, yeah, we'll get there.
1: All right. With the second overall pick, I am, I actually struggled with this quite a bit. I really wanted to take, I'll explain when I get to my second round picks, I'm pretty sure I know my second round picks going to be already, but there were there. The reason I'm going to go with Salvador Perez at number two is because of positional value. I don't know who the second best Royals catcher of all time is. And there's a case that Salvi is the second, third, fourth, fifth best Royal of all time as it is. And I don't know who the next catcher is going to be. So with the second overall pick, I'm going to take Salvador Perez catcher. Um, yeah. With the second pick. So that means Jeremy,
0: you are on the clock. So. I was kind of terrified that somebody would catch on to my drafting strategy and and take this guy next. But uh, I like to always kind of look at uh, at positions where there's not as much depth as there is at other positions when I'm doing a draft. and the the one that really stands out for the Royals uh, is second base. Not a lot of great second basemen in Royals history. So I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Frank White with his retired number and uh, stick him in at my second base and and just call that a day. I don't think I really need to explain why I might want Frank White on my team. Frank White, he of the 84 weighted runs created plus,
1: 16% below league average. He of the, was it eight Gold Glove awards at second base? Um, uh, eight Gold Glove, five all-star appearances for the Royals. So very much an old school type of player. That's a very Royals pick of you, Jeremy. Uh, well done, Max, you're on the board.
3: Uh, well, so I think pitching is going to be at a premium in this draft. I don't think the Royals have developed a ton of pitching over the years, which is weird because it's a pitcher's park and they've stressed that over the years. Um, so I'm going to go with Kevin Apier. He's one of my favorite players. When I was growing up, I modeled my pitching after him. Um, I think he's one of the most underrated players of the last 30 years. Um, really was robbed of a Cy Young at one point in his career. So I'm going to go with ape, uh, Planet 8 as my pick in the first round.
1: That's a really good pick. That was a there guy is. I was considering for my first pitcher. And I was with you. I was I was definitely going to lean 8 here if I took a pitcher number two. Um, obviously chose to go with the bat first. Max, you're on the board again as we sneak around here in round two.
3: So as kind of the the resident old guy here, I will uh, go old school with my second round pick and go Amos Otis, A.O., who I think is one of the best power speed combos in franchise history, uh, 193 home runs, 340 steals. Uh and also I had a chance to listen to him speak at the Negro League Hall of Fame, where he just like had the crowd in the palm of his hand for like a good hour just telling us stories. He is a fantastic ball player and a fantastic storyteller. And he I will take him with my second round pick. And worried. if you don't know about Amos Onis, learn about Amos Onis because he was a fantastic player.
1: He might be the most underrated royal of all time. Like I, I do think people forget how good he was. Um, year in and year out. Very, very, very good value there in the second round. Jeremy, go
0: ahead with your second pick. Well, I was hoping that Kevin Apier would hang on to the board just a little bit longer, but uh he didn't. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to grab me some Brett Saberhagen. Brett Saberhagen had a, a terrific career, uh, cut short a little bit by injuries, but even, even so, he was fantastic for the Royals. Uh Uh, He had the rookie of the year. He threw at least one no hitter for the team. I think I'm remembering that correctly. So, you know, just want that. And he had that fire in him. So, you know, you want that leading your rotation.
2: 2 times time Cy Young award winner.
0: That's right.
3: I'm still mad about that trade. That happened when I was like (laughs) the, the age of like, I was, you know, listening to sports talk radio and like, uh that was, that's trade. no one liked that trade at the time. It didn't make sense, and it doesn't look any better in hindsight. so
1: I don't like to let other people's picks dictate what i'm gonna do here, but considering there's only one other person that's gonna draft before my next pick in the third round, I'm going to let you guys dictate where I'm gonna go with my second round pick, and this is where I'm kind of gonna cheat a little bit it's not it's not cheating we We made the rules before we started this. I'm going to go with David Cohn. Um, David Cohn. Run on pitching. The run on pitching here. <laughs> there are, you could argue that based on longevity, David Cohn is like, this is, again, this is kind of the, the the conversation is David Cohn didn't pitch here long enough to see himself become the villain. He won the Cy Young. We traded him, and he was just, just kind of gone, right? So, um, I know he didn't pitch in Kansas City very long, but I am going to go with David Cohn, he of the Cy Young Award in with my second overall pick, or my second pick in the second first pick in the second round, my second pick, whatever. Mac or Josh, that means you got two picks here.
2: Um, so the the candidate that was gonna kind of uh make that first round pick a little bit uh trickier for me, still there, boys, still there. Um, and that's old Carlos Beltran. Uh, if you break down the, the war that he produced while he was at a Kansas City Royals uniform and then stretch that out to a 150 game season, it's 4.7, which is the exact same number as George Brett's number, 4.7. He is a rookie of the year, all around great player. Put him in the outfield center. If I get his production in center field, Yahtzee, fantastic. Uh, great power and speed
1: combo, just all around great players. So give me some Carlos Beltran in my outfield. That's a great pick. That's, that is who I was going to go with next, so I'm disappointed that you decided to go ahead and do that before I could pick again.
2: I appreciate your, uh, your contributions to my eventual reigning victorious here. Appreciate that.
1: <laughs> You're on the board again here.
2: I think i got to come back around. Uh, it was quite a run on starting pitching, so I need to get my, uh, throw my hat in the ring on that front. And it, it, I think I'm going to take the Zach Grinky got the Cy Young Award, uh, even though he wasn't, you know, great as good as you would think uh, Zach Greinke is right now. He still had a 7.48 K per nine with a 2.25 walk rate uh, and a nice little, um, let's see, a 3.63 FIP. So I think he'd be a great ace to have at the front of my staff. Uh, so give me Zach Greinke in the top of the third.
1: I am torn with my third-round pick. I this is You talk about a conversation between – Longevity and the peak of their powers, the Royals might be underrated in terms of the center fielders they've produced in mm-hmm. franchise history. You can go with Willie Wilson here. Take the stolen base numbers. You take the overall career contributions, or you take the guy I'm going to take in Lorenzo Kane. Um, Lorenzo Kane was one of the was he was the best player on those playoff runs and I know sometimes he doesn't even get the recognition of like the popularity of Hosmer or Moustakis or Salvi Lorenzo Cain was the best player on those teams 2015 he finished third in MVP voting third not like Salvador Perez as good of a season as he's having will not finish top five in AL MVP voting this year Lorenzo Cain finished third that year he was indisputably the best player on those playoff runs. And I'm going to take Lorenzo Kane to play center field for my fake Royals all-time team. And he arguably
2: was,
0: go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say he was ALCS MVP in 2014. So he was oh he was good all season 2015 and he was he was on fire in the playoffs 2014.
2: And arguably like what fourth, fifth fiddle on that roster behind behind some of those guys so just kind of like you said very strange that he was so
1: underrated but boy he was definitely that which means as we move here to the third pick in the third round jeremy one of the greatest royals of all time maybe top five royal of all time is still on the board where are you going with your third round pick
2: tony pena, Jr.?
0: <laughs> what was that
2: tony pena jr <laughs>
0: Uh, I was, I was hoping to steal me some Lorenzo Cain with the third pick, but y'all are, you, you're just ahead of me tonight. I got Frank white by y'all and then got mocked for it with his 84 WRC plus <laughs> And, and now I can't get anything by anybody. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, I'm going to jump over to first base.
1: Oh, that was keep... Oh no. He
2: froze, <laughs> Jeremy. Oh my, God, my internet is
0: being wonky. I it hates Wednesday nights. I don't know. Lost, I, I lost was, the mic drop moment. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna jump over to first base and I'm gonna take Mike Sweeney. Ooh. I okay. uh, I grew up with him and I, I feel like he was underrated just because those teams could not make the playoffs because the Royals didn't give him anything to work with. They, I mean, he had Beltron and Dye, but they didn't have any pitching. And then they let Beltron and Dye go as soon as their rookie deals were up. And um, Sweeney was the only one who stuck around, and he, he just had those back injuries, and everybody started hating him. And uh, he's he was the guy. He had the 144 RBI season, which is – I don't know if anybody will challenge that anytime soon. Uh, Salvi led the league in RBIs this year, and he was still, what, like 20 short of that or just about? So, yeah, I'll take Mike Sweeney over at first base.
1: All right, Max, you are on the board. Uh, Third and fourth round picks here.
3: Yeah, I can't believe you guys have kind of slept on this all-time Royals crate. Uh, Have you guys ever heard of Willie Wilson? I mean, you're talking about Lorenzo Cain finishing – top five in MVP voting. Willie Wilson finished fourth in 1980. He led the league with 230 hits that year. He has a batting title. He's been a gold glove winner. He's been a silver slugger winner. Uh, he's led, and of course, he's one of the greatest base dealers of all time. He led the league with 83 steals in 1979, 12th all time in stolen bases. And yes, I know I have AO in center field, and Willie's gonna have to play left, just like he did when he first came up. Even though everyone knew he was a better center fielder than Ao, uh, Ao didn't want to move to, uh, to left field, so we'll have Willie. We'll, we'll put William left, and we'll try to smooth it over with Amos Otis, see if he'll, he'll be willing to switch at some point. But I'll put Willie Wilson in left, and Amos Otis in center. That's and cool. then uh, with my fourth round pick. I'll also go first base, but I'm gonna go older school than Mike Sweeney. And I'll take John Mayberry. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm cleaning up with some of these older guys that are getting those look. But John Mayberry, the the original OG slugger in franchise history, probably the most patient hitter in franchise history, the only guy that um you know drew uh, 100 walks i think more than once in franchise history led the league in walks twice imagine a royals hitter drawing 122 walks in a season that's what john mayberry did in 1973 hard to imagine now finished second in mvp voting in 1975 with 34 bombs and 119 walks he would be a sabermetric darling today yes i know that he was run out of town after uh you know allegedly being hung over for the 1977 uh, alcs uh but Uh, In his prime, he was one of the most feared sluggers in baseball. So John Mayberry at first base.
0: Totally fair. Uh, I thought I was safe in center field because I thought, yeah, three center fielders have been taken. I only have one choice left. I don't have to worry about anything now. And then Max goes and takes Willie Wilson from me. So I better jump on a center fielder before somebody else continues taking them away from me. Uh, And I'm going to go with. David DeJesus, he played some center field while he was here. And, uh, he's the, basically the best choice left out there. There's a couple other guys I looked at. And, uh, it's uh it's gotta be DeJesus for me. Uh, he was another one of those guys that just during my youth did not get any love because the teams around him were just bad and he couldn't carry them that far. And he wasn't, you know, like, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Good. He was just, he was really solid. And, and that's how people describe him usually. But I think he might have been a little bit better than solid looking at some of these bar numbers. I think he might have been even underrated by the people who appreciate him. So uh, it may not be the best defensive choice I've ever made, but uh, David DeJesus is going to have to play center field for me.
2: Still a pretty good
1: defensive rating via fan graphs.
0: Yeah. It's not a bad pick.
1: Um, I'm going to reach with my, I think this is my fourth round. We're in the fourth round, right? It's about time. I'm going to reach with my fourth round pick. I'm going to draft a right fielder and I'm going to take the player minimum 1000 plate appearances with the highest career weighted runs created plus in Royals franchise history. Anybody know what I'm talking about?
2: Tartable. Is that the
1: ball? Danny Tartable. Yeah, Absolutely. Danny Tartable, 145 weighted runs created plus in a Royals uniform. That is 13 points higher, I believe, than George Bretts. And Danny Tartable, it's not like he wasn't here long. He played um, in what parts of like five seasons in a Royals uniform, hit 120-some home runs, 124 home runs in those five seasons. Um, I'm going to – I don't know if it's actually a reach now that I think about it. Um, Not the defender maybe you'd like. But if I can get another outfielder later on, I'll move him to DH. So I'm going to take the greatest per capita Royals offensive player of all time in Danny Tartabull.
3: That's a solid pick, and I liked him a lot when I was, uh, you know, when I was a younger Royals fan. But he is quite possibly the worst Royals defensive outfielder I've ever seen. He was atrocious <laughs> out there. I mean, he was Jose Guillen bad. If I got the arm.
1: DH. He's moving to DH, but yeah. I got play <laughs> play <right>
2: sold. <laughs> I dig it. Well, I'm going to stick with uh, someone in the same ballpark, uh, pun intended, uh, as far as uh, plate appearances for the Royals, sticking the catcher. And I had the same trouble as far as like positional scarcity when we were talking about Salvi earlier. But also I kind of rediscovered this guy, played catcher for the Royals, Daryl Porter. Give me some Daryl Porter. Had a 14% walk rate, only 11.5% strikeout rate with an 809 OPS. Give me some Daryl Porter behind that uh, behind that dish uh, catching you know he's got some solid defense metrics as well for per Fangraph. so so uh, pretty solid all-around guy uh, now the uh, catcher position is super shallow
1: <laughs> career 375 on base percentage with the royals that's a 375 is 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 fantastic much less for a catcher yep um, you might call him the jt rail muto of his day i love um, it go ahead josh you got your fifth round pick coming up
2: fifth round i think i gotta go back to the mound for my next pick. And it's probably a little bit of recency bias here. Um, His numbers are just okay as a Royals, but I think he came in, kind of set the tone and mentality for uh, some championship runs, and that's old big game, James Shields. Um, He had a 7.43 K per nine, which is one of the better ones uh, among starting pitchers in this exercise as well. Got that mentality. Also a really good walk rate as well with a 1.21 whip. uh, Only a 3.18 ERA. Uh, while he was with the Royals. So I, I feel like he is a pretty solid number two starting pitcher behind Zach Greinke here. And uh, as long as he's not pitching in the postseason, we're in good shape.
1: He has one of the seven or eight best ERAs in Royals history. That is not – I mean, yeah. I don't to reach at all. When he was in a Royals uniform, he was everything that the Royals thought they were going to get. I don't know you – know, I've heard people kind of look back on that trade in hindsight and say, well, James Shields wasn't exactly what you thought you were going to get. It's like, the hell he wasn't. Right. He was exactly what you thought you were getting. He posted great numbers in a Royals uniform. That is actually who I was getting ready to take. So thanks nice. a lot for that one, Josh. I dig it. Uh, I dig it.
3: Plus, you can always flip him for Fernando Tatis Jr. at the end of his career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True story. I had he, yeah, fun. you're right. He's ninth. He's ninth in franchise history in ERA for anyone that's pitched at least 200 innings. That, I, that surprised me. I wouldn't have guessed he's that high
2: as a starter. That's tough to do. Yeah, most of the guys are reliever.
3: Yeah, most of them are relievers. So yep. well, I mean, I mean he's probably.
1: Ahead of him, you have guys, the guy I'm probably going to take. And I am actually between two people now that I'm looking at this again. Um, Okay, no, you know what? I'm going to stick with my theme of just loading up on bats. And, again, I don't know who's going to play where. We're going to have to figure this out as we go. (laughs) I'm going to have the worst defensive Royals team ever. But – I am going to absolutely mash. We are going to take Hal McRae with my fifth-round pick here. Again, a 125 weighted runs created plus. That is one of the three or four best marks in franchise history. We're not going to be able to catch the baseball, but my God. I'm taking Hal McRae. Is he going to play right field? Is he going to DH? I don't know. Don't ask me yet. We'll cross that bridge when we get there.
0: Or drop a few baseballs over this side.
1: <laughs> or throw his phone. I don't know. I mean, what we got all kinds of <laughs> <laughs> Think I'm a damn fool? <laughs> all right, Jeremy, your fifth round pick coming up.
0: All right. I feel like I'm about to get mocked out of the building again for this pick. <laughs> but I also feel like I'm stupid if I've gone this long and I, I, I push my luck any further. I want to. I want to kind of take an opposite tack from you, Alex. I guess. I know Uh, since you're taking all the bats, I better load up on some defense. Uh, And everybody knows where you need defense the most is up the middle. So I'm going to take me some Freddie Patek Uh, as my shortstop. Uh, I thought you were headed another direction. I did too. I am now. I'm, I feel stupid. I feel like I should have gone in a different journey. No, no, I think that's <laughs> solid. That's solid. I, I <laughs> like, like
1: the worst hitting everyday shortstop they've ever had. So that's what <laughs> I was afraid when
2: you set <laughs> up the middle. I was like, oh no, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just uh, Freddie is he's a legend in Kansas City and he's got the most FR in his career out of any of the Royals players at shortstop. Um, just looking at the fan list, none of them, no one who has ever played shortstop for a thousand plate appearances or more has a career WRC plus of a hundred, not a single one of them. So if you're going to go for shortstop, might as well go for defense and speed. And he had those things. So, uh, and then he had a couple of years where he could hit. So I'll, I'll just take me some Freddie Patek and uh, move on. All right, Max, you got two picks here round five and round six.
3: All right, so uh, there are two royal starting pitchers in history that have received Cy Young votes in multiple seasons. One's Brett Saberhagen, who won it twice. The other one is this guy, who I'm surprised hasn't been mentioned yet. Uh, but I will go with Dennis Leonard, who finished, uh, t- finished with Cy Young votes in 77 and 78, led the league with 20 wins in 77. Uh, and, uh, you know, and his prime was a well above average starting pitcher who could give you a ton of innings, uh, 5.6 baseball reference war in 1977, he is the workhorse that you think James Shields is. He is actually a workhorse because in the seventies, they went nine innings. They didn't get pulled after six, seven innings, uh, like pitchers today. So, or now they get pulled after three innings. So I'm going to go with Dennis Leonard in, uh, round number five and then round six, I'll be the first one to go reliever. I'll take quiz. Quiz and Barry shouldn't have lasted this long. He's another guy that's gotten votes. Uh, Cy Young votes multiple seasons. Best reliever uh, all time in Royals history. Good case that he should be in Cooperstown at his prime. He is one of the best relievers in baseball. Uh, give me the quiz and we'll shut things down in the late innings.
2: Also has a gold glove, I think.
3: Quiz? Yeah. That'd be interesting. As a reliever. <laughs> right. <laughs> I remember... Man, I don't see a Gold Glove in his uh, baseball.
2: Oh, well, I'm just lying then.
1: But uh,
3: hey, he's a good poet. Maybe that's what you're thinking of.
2: Yep,
0: that's what it is. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, we're on to you. Oh boy, this is where it starts getting, uh, at least for me, a little tougher. There's some less there's obvious. There's one guy choices. out
3: there though. I'm really surprised has lasted this long.
0: Yeah, um, and there's there's probably guys I'm just not thinking of. Uh, for example, I was thinking of relievers, and I completely. Didn't think of quiz at all. I don't know how I managed to pull that off. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to go reliever just because you you brought it to mind. And I'm going to go with my guy, Jeff Montgomery, who was uh, another favorite of mine from my youth. Uh, the guy just had a long career, had the over 300 saves. He's probably the last Royals reliever who was ever going to hit that mark. Uh, he's just... A, was phenomenal for a long time and just found a way to get things done. Um, so, yeah, I, I'll, I'll go with Jeff Montgomery. Jeff Montgomery.
1: That's a that's actually kind of a sneaky pick considering everybody else who's on the board. Um, mm-hmm. You guys are loading up on pitching and while you're doing that, I'm going to continue to <laughs> stack up my offense. Into Again, it. We're not going to be able to catch the baseball. We're going to be the worst defensive team in the sport. Um, but another guy again, George Brett in a Royals uniform, 132 weighted runs created plus. This guy, 128 weighted runs created plus, never had an on base lower than 345, I believe, in a Royals uniform. I think he in four seasons it was like 340, 350, and then two 370s. Big on base guy, also can hit you 20 home runs in any given season. Uh, first baseman, Willie Aikens. I'm going to add to my uh, lineup. Again, I have no idea how we're going to catch the baseball. You I mean, <laughs> the runs we're giving up may counteract the runs we're going to score. But, by God, if we're not going to score some runs. So, uh, Willie Aikens as my sixth-round pick here. So, Josh, really quick before you make your sixth-round pick. Don't make your seventh-round pick. We're going to make our sixth-round picks at the quarter poll. the the tribe poll whatever this is is, (laughs) and then we'll uh we'll recap our teams very briefly and then you can make your seventh round pick
2: okay uh i think i've got to get on the reliever train as well but i'm kind of torn in between two of them um both of them are near and dear to my heart but i think i gotta stick with um my boy greg holland give me dirty south to close games Um, He was just absolutely filthy. People think of Wade Davis and uh, HDH, you know, connection. Um, But I still feel like Greg Holland wasn't really appreciated uh, during his time as well So 11.46 K per nine, which is the highest of any relievers and really any pitcher on the in this exercise in this pool. Um, So almost 11.5K per nine, uh, shutting things down, still had a pretty solid ground ball rate as well, uh, 1.14 whip over his career. Uh, and we see that he can pump 97 in his prime, but he can also throw some junk and uh, hit some 91 and still whiff some bats. So uh, give me Greg Holland to shut down my uh, my wins against you guys.
1: That's a good pick. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned.
2: I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild.
1: Listen to our solo acts mini series now in the Vergecast feed anywhere you find podcasts. So. Josh, go ahead really quick and read off your first six picks in this draft.
2: So far, I got uh, the goat, George Brett. Then I got the second goat, baby goat, Carlos Beltran. Then Zach Greinke, Daryl Porter, James Shields, and then Greg Holland so far.
1: My first six picks in center field, we have Lorenzo Cain and right field, Danny Tartable. First base, Willie Aikens. At catcher, Salvador Perez. My DH is Hal McRae, and I have
0: one pitcher who is
1: David Cohn. Jeremy, go ahead.
0: My first baseman is Mike Sweeney. My second baseman is Frank White. My shortstop is Freddie Patek. My center fielder is David DeJesus. And then I have Brett Saberhagen headlining my rotation and Jeff Montgomery shutting the door. All right. I have a, yeah, and I've
3: got James, John, big John Mayberry uh, at first base. My outfield has, no one's going to have any fly balls drop with Willie Wilson nope. and, and left and Amos Otis in center. And then my pitching staff is, is Kevin Napier. Dennis Leonard with Dan Quisenberry shutting things down. But can I just say, how is Alex Gordon still on the floor? <laughs> you guys, did, he, did Alex Gordon make you, do, make you guys do crunchers or something like that? Like, how did he get how – how does he last? This? I would take him, but I already have a left fielder and a center fielder.
1: Well, Josh, you have the first pick of the seventh round. Let's see where we go here. Well, with my
2: first pick of the seventh round, I'm going to go – with Wade Davis because you gotta you gotta connect the H's here you gotta do the you gotta do the D and then the H here so I'm just gonna uh, just go from one to the other and shut it down with Wade Davis in the uh, the back of the bullpen I don't need to read how big of the cyborg he is but um, I feel like the uh, relief pitcher pool is going to start dwindling here with as far as like between good and elite so give me one of the last elite relievers off of uh, off the board here 10.67 k per nine with 3.14 walk rate uh does not give up home runs prior to 2021 um very good uh all around metrics uh very good wade davis give them to me
1: i am going to draft another bat um <laughs> again i have no idea if we're going to be able to field the ball at all um i'm looking at this player's Uh, baseball reference page. I don't see any gold gloves. I don't even see any mention of this player ever having been good at defense. I guess I could run over and see what Fangraph thinks of him defensively. Uh, But the player I'm going to draft to play third base for my team is Kevin Seitzer. He of the 118 career weighted runs created plus in a Royals uniform. Fangraph doesn't think very much of him defensively at third base either. Uh, But I don't care. His defense does not matter. Um, We are absolutely going to rake. This is going to be, bar none, the best offensive team of the group that is drafting right now. Can we pitch it? I don't know. Can we catch it? I don't know. Like I said, we're going to try to outscore everybody. And so right now, I think we're doing a decent job of that. Um, But again, this is going to be like the circus every given every other inning when we have to go play the field. So Kevin Seitzer, the seventh round pick. change.
3: No, he go was ahead, working out of town because of his defense. <laughs> his defense <laughs> so bad. That's why they let him go.
2: I start calling Alex uh, mate and door,
1: <laughs> like the very opposite of what yep. you. Yeah, Bizarro Dayton.
0: <laughs> All right, Jeremy. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take Max's gift. And I'm going to select Alex Gordon to support David DeJesus out in left field.
3: How did he last as long? <laughs>
0: uh, because he doesn't play center field. I would take him over David. If <laughs> he played center field, I guess he had a few innings out there. Uh, maybe he and David will, they'll take turns. They'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, Alex Gordon, obviously he's Alex Gordon. Anybody listening to this knows who Alex Gordon is, who he's been to this team. Um, He's freaking Alex Gordon, so I'm glad to bring him to my roster. All right, Max, you got two picks here.
3: Well, you're gonna be. I'm gonna be the anti Alex team because my I'm going defense because defense wins championships. (laughs) But this, but but my team is not just all defense. They can actually hit a little bit too because I'm taking Whitley Merrifield, who's going to win a Gold Glove this year and has been one of the best leadoff men in baseball. Can steal bases, can put the ball in play, can do a little bit of everything. And frankly, there's not a whole lot of second basemen in franchise history that are worth taking. Uh, I'll put Witt at second base and he'll, he's gonna solidify up my defense up the middle. And then with my next pick, I will, uh, I'm gonna go pitching again. I think um, Mark Gubazal kind of gets overlooked. Uh, he wasn't super great or anything. I think he was always in Saberhagen's shadow, but he did win 20 games, was an all star one year, uh, which and kind of reinvented himself late in his career to become like a really extreme. Uh, control pitcher who didn't didn't walk anyone. So I'll go with Gooby and his ground balls uh, and and solidify my pitching staff.
1: Josh is going to have to give him a ride home at some point. Gooby. Uh, I I don't want
2: to. Yeah, I'm I'm not. I'm not prepared to share that story. (laughs) All
0: right,
1: Jeremy, you're up. All
0: right. uh, Yeah, since I got some defense, I I do better uh, get some pitching to go with this. Uh, So I am going to go Paul Splitorf. Uh, you know, I mostly knew him as a broadcaster, longtime broadcaster for the Royals. Uh, he's a little bit before my time, but he's got some excellent stats. I love, I love the strikeout rate that he had to go with his his tremendous pitching ability. Uh, Three point six nine strikeouts per nine. Uh, so, uh, now, you better hope he's going to do some <laughs> weak contact from Alex's team, or we're going to be in trouble. But uh yeah, I it was really good for a really long time, a really long time ago. And uh, that's that's the kind of thing we need on team Hakaias.
1: Now I'm torn. I really needed some pitching. I have absolutely no I have David Cohn. It's David Cohn and the boys right now, so <laughs> um he's a Cy Young winner. Yep. He is a young winner. I have a good pitcher. I just have I just only have one of them. And I, and I'm kind of looking around at the bats and I'm not overwhelmed. I've already got a DH and a first baseman. I'm not overwhelmed with what's left. Um I could get creative. I'm not going to I'm going to start working backwards here. I'm going to take Kelvin Herrera my 7th round pick. Um the beginning of HDH and we're going to start working backwards here as we start to close down games once we get a lead in the first place. So, Kelvin Herrera with my seventh round pick. Dig it. I got to stick with some bats here. Um,
2: <clears throat> one of the one of the guys growing up, he is the ugliest sob that I think has ever crossed uh, crossed home plate for the Royals. But well, Gary Gaetti, G-Man himself, is going to uh, ingratiate our our uh, lineup. Uh, I'm gonna stick him at first base. I'm gonna put George at third base for the for the corner infielders. But uh, as far as WAR per 150, that metric that I made up (laughs) just for this exercise, 3.8 WAR uh, per 150. Uh, I mean, pretty much. Okay, all around an 814 career OPS with the Royals, but had a 224 ISO for him with a 3, 31.1 defensive rating for uh, for the team. So I'm going to put him on the corner. Hopefully he'll uh, bring us some bats here, but I feel like pairing him with George on those corners is a, is a good round. It's a great round. Go ahead and give us your eighth round pick. Let me double check here. I got to make sure. I know I probably need to stick with some bats, but I'm not uh, ready to take Mark Rudd's just yet. Uh, I feel like that's uh, that's able, able to come back to me at some point. Um, let's stick with, uh, let's go with the corner outfielder here. Let's go Johnny Damon. I feel like he'd be a solid leadoff hitter for me in this lineup. Uh, you know, I had the 10... A uh, 10% K rate, but an 8% walk rate with a 789 OPS, uh, decent speed, okay outfielder. But you stick him in the corner here, pair him with Beltron in center, and uh, hopefully makes up for uh, any particular defensive uh, difficulties he might have out there. So give me Johnny Damon out in right field,
0: or you can uh, you can stick him in center and and force Beltron off of position, and then suddenly he'll be much better for no apparent reason. <laughs>
2: I mean, I, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty think-outside-the-box guy, so uh, I think we could probably work something out for that.
1: In the eighth round here, eighth round, seventh round, where round are we in? The ninth round. Ninth round here, goodness. I'm going to take the most underappreciated Royals reliever ever because of the second stint that he was in, and his first stint as a Royals reliever. He was one of the best pitchers in the history of the franchise. Rule five pick, Jack Joaquin Soria, um, 437 strikeouts and 438 career innings for the Royals. So we're going to work backwards. We may not be able to protect the lead early, but once we get the lead, bopping home runs all over you guys, we're going to protect it late. So I'm going to take Joaquin Soria to close games for Kelvin Herrera uh, to pitch the seventh or the eighth at the moment.
0: I was just sitting here thinking, man, I can't believe no one's taken Soria. I'm totally going to snag him. Nope. Every dang time. I'm going to, I'm going to start thinking, oh, I need to take Tony Payne Jr. I need to take Tony Payne Jr. Uh, so since I can't have Jack, I'm going to go in a completely different direction. I'm going to pick up my right fielder and I'm going to go with your main die. Mm hmm. Jermaine was uh, was a great right fielder for a time. He was not excellent defensively, but uh, he could he had a cannon for an arm. So once he got to the ball, it was coming back to the infield hot. Uh, and of course, he could hit. And one of my favorite baseball memories involves Jermaine. Dye. I was watching a game. Uh, they were playing the Rays. I can't remember what year it was, but they were playing. They were still the Devil Rays, and the bases were loaded. And I was watching the game in the basement and I yelled at my dad to come downstairs to watch because Jermaine Dye was up at bat with the bases loaded. And he immediately hit a grand slam. And my dad goes, was that a, was that a replay? And I go, no, I just knew (laughs) it somehow. So yeah, he's, he's going to do that a lot for me uh, on team. Sure.
3: That hurts me because I was going to take Die to complete my Gold Glove outfield, uh, <laughs> but I have to go in a different direction. But that's that's a that's a solid pick. Jermaine Die was one of my favorite players uh, when he was at the Royals. Um, I will go third base, and I was really torn between two players. In the end, I had to go with kind of my my sentimental favorite, and that is Joe Smiling Joe Randa, who uh, uh, was a terrific player but you know he was just kind of got kind of got lost in the shovel because everyone was a terrific hitter back in the early 2000s uh but also really solid defender i didn't win any gold gloves but uh, really smooth hands over third base uh could draw some walks and had some good uh doubles power so i'll take joe randa at third base uh to give me some more defense and then um i'll take i'll complete the defense uh defensive theme with Alcides Escobar at shortstop. (laughs) Shortstop is pretty thin. I'm doing this mostly because one of my best best friends thinks I hate Escobar and I don't hate Alcides Escobar. I think he's actually a fun player. I just don't like him leading off. He's not going to lead off on my team. He's going to play shortstop and hit ninth.
0: Your team isn't going to win anything then. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jeremy, you're up again. All right. I'm going to go kind of with a weird pick. Uh, just to keep things moving, and this is I've been staring at him for a while, so I, I better take him, or he's gonna think I'm a weirdo. Uh, Tom Gordon, I'm gonna take he was a pretty decent starter, pretty decent reliever. Don't know what he's gonna do for the Royals for my team, but uh, he can do either of those pretty well. So, uh, just stick him in there and we'll figure out the rest later. I don't hate that pick at all, it's oh, um, pretty solid. Oh, with my next pick, I'm going to
1: take um. A guy, I'm not, I, I know I run the podcast. I should probably know this is. I legitimately, he could be sitting on my couch next to me and I wouldn't <laughs> know him from Adam. Uh, somebody named Roger Nelson. Uh, Roger Nelson made 51 starts in a Royals uniform. He threw 418 innings. He didn't strike out anybody, but Roger Nelson, he had the 3.08 ERA in a Royals uniform. That is like maybe the best of a regular starter in the Royals history than now that I'm looking at it, maybe there's a guy ahead of him, but it's top two. So I don't know who Roger Nelson is, but I desperately need some pitching. So I'm taking Roger Nelson.
3: Roger Nelson kind of grew up in the Orioles organization when they were just churning out Cy Young winners and they just didn't have any room for him. And he was taken in the expansion draft, probably the, one of the best, the spectacled Royals pitchers of all time. You don't see too many guys wearing glasses anymore.
1: Rex love
2: that, Josh. You're up, you got two picks here. That needs to be more of a thing, by the way. I think we need more Rex specs in baseball. They want to talk about changing, moving the mound back, and what have you. Just bring Rex specs back, and I'll be a happy. Boy, um, uh, this is gonna be a weird, and it's kind of gonna kind of seem like a weird kind of bounce off your, your ear a little bit. Um, when I say this, but I'm taking Jose Offerman. Um, kind of a utility guy uh, spent most of his time at shortstop and second base for the Royals, but before the Royals, he had 11.2% walk rate and an eight Oh four OPS. I mean, that's, that's got a uh, uh, number two hitter written all over him in my book. So give me Jose Offerman uh, batting behind Johnny Damon and kind of setting it up for uh, for King George there. That's, did that, did that take anybody off guard at all? No, that was a good pick. No, okay, been, good.
0: I'm kind of surprised he lasted this long, honestly.
2: Okay, because I, I remember, I, I mean, I remember him, obviously. I grew up watching him, but I, I was kind of taken aback that his numbers were that good. Uh, it kind of very, very shocking to me at that point. But
3: I, I believe he's like the all-time franchise leader in batting average. Or did you say, I don't know if you said that or not, but uh, I didn't. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, He, he uh, for anyone that's played like a season with the Royals, he has like hit 306, 306 with the Royals.
2: Yep, I dig it. Um, and I'm going to stick, let's see, I'm going to make sure I got the spot open. Yep, I'm still good. Uh, we talked about all the the, the sparity at or the sparseness of shortstop already, but give me the ultimate wild card shortstop. He might not I only need him for a short season if it's just against three you three guys, but give me out Alberto Mondesi, uh, the ultimate athlete. He's got a great speed obviously great glove he got the flash of the the power as well he might not strike out but you stick him in the back of the lineup uh, you could probably protect him putting a, a nice hitter behind him which there are still plenty on the board here that I plan on taking in later rounds but for now give me mondi to uh, to kind of be the uh, wild card producer in my my lineup
1: I'm going to take another bat uh, another
0: guy who... <laughs> <laughs> i, I... So I wasn't um, – Have you not selected your 10 hitters already? No, I haven't. I've still got room.
1: I'm going to take a guy who every year he was in the league, he got better offensively. His rookie year when he was 23 years old, he only played a few games, wasn't very good. But starting in his second year as a starter, a 95 weighted runs created plus, a 107, a 121, and in 1990, uh, a few years before I was even born yet, 140 weighted runs created plus. And if nothing else, I'm going to sell more tickets than all of you because Bo oh,
3: hmm.
1: baseball baby. Bo Jackson is gonna play left field for my team. Again, I've got what <laughs> to out there. You' gonna have to catch everything. I got honestly, I would have just assumed Bo was pretty good in the outfield. No, none of the metrics seem to think so. I was alive. Yeah. I don't know. He made the throw from left field in Toronto. Uh, Lorenzo Cain's playing center. So I'm going to go Bo Jackson, Lorenzo Cain, Danny Tartable from left to right in my outfield. That
0: is asking a lot from Lorenzo Cain. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Bo Bo was good for a highlight real play one inning, and then he would miss like a line drive right at him the next. So uh-huh. you're, you're kind of hit and miss, but uh, he was an exciting player. That's for sure. And going to you're going to lead all of us in rushing yards. I think that's for sure. True.
1: If you guys want to get in a fight, we are definitely
0: going to win. We, we've already <laughs> won the fight. So, all right, Jeremy, you're up. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with somebody who seemed to get better and better as his career went along. Uh, I don't have the numbers sitting right in front of me, uh, but I'm going to go with Danny Duffy. Danny is still on the board here, um, and he's he's actually, believe it or not, one of the top 10 Royals pitchers by FBAR. Uh, in his career um and with a lot fewer innings pitched than uh, the guys ahead of him for the most part so uh you know I was thinking I, originally i was, when I thought danny duffy I thought bullpen but these these numbers speak to me as a starter uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna probably dump him in my rotation there and let's see what happens
2: dumping somebody sounds like you're super excited about it <laughs> <laughs> Forcing my hand. Damn you, Flash Gordon.
3: I will also go pitching here, but I'm going to go with a pitcher who's actually made a couple All Star games, who I think we've all kind of slept on in this draft so far. Uh, one of the great what ifs in history. What if he'd been able to stay healthy? What if he had modern technology that could keep him healthy? What if he wasn't throwing 300 innings a season like <laughs> he did back then? But I'll go with Steve Busby, uh, two time All Star, uh, 22 wins in 1974. Uh, you know, if he had been able to stay healthy, I think he'd been, you know, a really terrific pitcher for a long time for the Royals, but just couldn't uh, keep him on the mound. And then for my next pick, uh, I need a catcher. And and, and honestly, this is a guy was one of my another one of my favorites uh, as a kid. Mike McFarlane uh, always kind of kind of got overlooked. I think the Royals are always kind of looking to, to find someone to replace him. But he did. All he did was just mash home runs behind the plate and uh, solid guy. He had a knack for getting hit by the pitch uh twice led the league and hit by pitches so i'll go with mac as my catcher
2: Yeah, It feel like there was always a weird like for some reason i had him and brent main always like battling for that position but i know they were kind of off uh different times but
3: no well yeah that's the thing they they wouldn't let mcfarland starts so they brought back guys like jamie quirk and larry owen yep and then they've drafted brent main and even though main didn't seem like he could hit it all they just they wanted him to uh, replace McFarlane, but that never happened. So, oh, yeah, just let just let Matt cook.
2: maine also did not did not work out as a kid as a hitter either. <laughs> he hit
0: good in Colorado. Mm. Uh, re- refresh my memory. Has Kelvin Herrera been taken yet? Yes. 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 All right. Then I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna go with Ed Kirkpatrick. I need a catcher. I don't have a catcher. He caught some games. I believe he was an original Royal. Uh, he was. He was actually. It's uh, not a guy I ever hear anyone talk about, but he shows up on all kinds of leaderboards uh, throughout the the Royals franchise. And uh, I, I don't have a better option. So Ed Kirkpatrick's gonna be my catcher.
2: According to Baseball Reference, he could still. He could also play outfield. So.
0: Yep. And He was the
3: first uh, DH in franchise
0: history.
2: Mm. You can do it all. Eleven point two percent walk rate—that's not bad.
3: Nicknamed
0: Spanky, so you got that going. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got the Spanky on my team. You're all that's also now—that's
2: also Adam Eaton's uh, nickname. So take that for what to be it is.
0: Royal for a hot minute. Don't do that.
1: With my pick, I'm going to take um, low key, like my probably like after Salvi and Gordon was probably like my next favorite player on those playoff teams. And I'm glad I created this roster spot now because this is going to save me in the later innings when Kelvin Herrera and Joaquin Soria are on the mound. I don't have a second baseman or a shortstop, and yet I'm going to take Gerard Dyson here as my pinch hitter slash pinch runner role because he can do both, and I am going to use him in fake theory exactly like the Royals used him in those playoff runs, um, come in, pinch run, and play defense. He can play center field, Lorenzo O'Kane can move to right, and Danny Tartable can go to the bench when we've already got the four-run lead. So before I have anybody in my middle infield or a third starting pitcher, I am going to take Gerard Dyson as a bench bat. That, uh, I don't hate that. That's not bad.
2: I'm gonna go with <clears throat> I need a left fielder still, um, and I'm gonna go with the guy that uh, had some success, went away, came back, uh, was more of a uh, bench coach than he was a player, even though he was in uniform. But give me Raul Abanez. Uh He'll be going a left field, also can play some first base uh, if G-Man or George Brett don't uh, don't cut out. But a career 8.26 OPS for the Royals with a 197 ISO. Uh, that'll do just fine. Put him in the middle of the bat, kind of give us a little bit of balance uh, to go with it, but did not really strike out only a 14% K rate. We go along with an 8% walk rate. Uh, so I, I do love me some Raul Abanez there in the middle of the lineup to protect uh, maybe a guy like Mondesi.
0: I can't believe I forgot about Ibanez. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was much better when he was a Royal than anyone gave him credit for.
2: 100%. Also,
0: okay, uh,
1: hang on. we're We're through 12 rounds here. We got five rounds left. Go ahead and and recount your lineup really quick, um, and we'll we'll recap this real quick, and then we'll go through these last five rounds pretty quick.
2: Okay, so so far I got uh, Daryl Porter behind up dish, Gary Gaetti at first, Jose Offerman at second, Ra- or Alberto Mondesi at short, and George Brett at uh, third base, Raúl Ibanez in left. Uh, I believe I have Carlos Beltran in center and Johnny Damon in right field. Uh, pitchers Zach Greinke and James Shields in rotation so far, and uh, Wade Davis and uh, Greg Holland at the back of my bullpen so far.
1: I have got Bo Jackson left, Lorenzo Cain in center, Danny Tartable in right. Kevin Seitzer is playing third base. Willie Akins is playing first base. Salvador Perez is my catcher. Hal McCray is my DH. I've got Gerard Dyson coming off the bench. David Cohn and Roger Nelson as my starters. Kelvin Herrera, and Joaquin Soria in the bullpen.
0: I have got Ed Kirkpatrick catching, Mike Sweeney at first, Frank White at second, Freddie Patek at short, Alex Gordon in left, David DeJesus in center, Doreen Dye in right. My starting rotation consists of Brett Saberhagen, Paul Splidorf, and Danny Duffy. And then I've got Jeff Montgomery in my bullpen, and Tom Gordon is playing the... Uh, the, the, the swing Swingman... The swing man, that's the word I was looking for, the swing man.
3: And I've got um, McFarlane behind the plate, John, Mary Mary, John Mayberry at first, Whit Merrifield at second, Alcides Escobar short, Joe Randa at third, outfield has Willie Wilson and Amos Otis so far. And then my pitchers, I have Kevin Apier, Dennis Leonard, Mark Gubazaw as starters, Dan Quisenberry as reliever, and Steve Busby as my, I guess, swingman. man.
1: All Although right. I'd probably
3: put Gooby as my swing man. I'll switch that.
1: All right, Josh, round 13, get us going.
2: Well, uh I'm going to see if I can hmm yeah, I'm kind of wondering what positions I need to still fill. I know I need a DH, I need a bat uh on the on the bench and I need a couple more a reliever and a starter and a uh role player in the in the rotation as well. I think I'm going to go with kind of go with a big name uh, numbers are questionable, but I still consider him a middle of the order bat. I might move Gary Gaetti off of first base, uh, just so I can put a gold glover, Eric Hosmer in it. Um, the defensive metrics, obviously it is what it is for gold gloves. No big deal. Uh, only one all-star appearance, but, uh, his defensive metrics, not great on fan graphs, but, uh, I mean, what do they know? I've only been using them the whole time. Still had a 16% walk rate, uh, 781 OPS. So if he's giving me decent de- offense or de- defense at first base, uh, give me a decent bat as well. So Eric Hosmer going to come over.
1: Oh, I'm torn. I don't have any middle infielders yet, and I really don't want to draft anyone who's on the board either. So <laughs> I don't really know what I'm going to do in the middle infield. But right now, what I'm going to do. Is I am going to draft um, a sentimental pick. This has, there are better baseball options than him on the board, but like I said, we're not going to feel the ball very well, and we might have to fight at some point. And <laughs> if a fight breaks out on the field, I want no one other than Jordano Ventura on the mound. Um, Seems like he was getting better every year he was in the league, and just even if it didn't necessarily show in the ERA, he just looked like he was starting to figure some things out. I would love nothing more than to be able to go back and do anything to get to see a career of his play out. Um, but in all seriousness, I'm going to take your Donald Ventura here to close out my rotation.
0: Take it. All right. And I am going to take the final uh, third baseman on the board that really makes any kind of sense before somebody, Steals him and tries to put him at second or designated hitter or something crazy. Uh, And I'm going to take my favorite Royal of all time. Mike Moustakis. All time. All time. He's my favorite Royal of all time. I always, you know, being a Royals fan, you got to love the underdogs. Uh, You got to have that, that part of you uh to, to really follow the Royals. And Mike Moustakis was an underdog. Uh, as far as he just did not have a great debut and then uh, you know in 2014 he was demoted to the minor leagues and just found a way to come back and really make himself into the hitter he always wanted to be um, so he was he was that underdog story that that paid off in the end and he's gonna man third base for me
1: a good I'm lucky he's still here that's a really good pick this late.
3: Um, I, I need a DH. Uh, I'm kind of surprised this guy's still on the board. I'll take all-star Billy Butler, mm. who is mashing uh, in some softball league in Idaho, I'm sure, right now, <laughs> while, while um, serving as a gym coach for, a high, for an elementary school. But um, 11th all-time in franchise history in WRC Plus at 117. Um, I'm not going to put him anywhere on the field, but um, you know, he can hit doubles, 50 doubles a year for me. And, you know, in the postseason, he could actually steal a base if we need him to. So uh, Billy (laughs) Butler will be my choice there. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do with my other pick. Um, I need a right fielder, and I don't know. Oh, oh, let's go with relievers. Um, it's, It's starting to get a little thin there. But I will go older school, and I'll go Steve Farr, who is a pretty versatile he can close. He can be a middle reliever. He can be a starter if you need him to. But uh, he's one of those guys the Royals picked him off, I think, off waivers. Uh, and he ended up being a really solid pitcher for a couple years for them. So I'll go with uh, Steve
0: Farr. Who did the Royals sign to get to? who was going to close instead of Montgomery? Mark Davis. Mark Davis. Yeah. Worst Royals
3: signing in franchise history.
0: <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. I confused Steve Farr with Mark Davis or yeah, in my head. And it just, I was like, I can't take him. Uh, yeah, far, so. far, I
3: think it was out the door. He slept as a free agent as Dave and they needed to replace him, I think with. Mark okay, Davis. maybe th- <laughs> thanks for the cover, Max.
0: Yeah, well,
2: something else.
0: Uh, So yeah, relievers are getting quite a bit thin there. So I'm going to go ahead and snag Luke Hochaver before anybody gets any smart ideas and uh, stick him in my bullpen.
2: Another guy that I was kind of really surprised by his numbers after you kind of break it down as Royals a two ninety five as a reliever two ninety five uh, ERA with a one oh five WHIP uh, still struck out nine three seven K per nine so I I mean I didn't think Hochevar was putting up that kind of numbers as a reliever I knew he had those solid year or two but man that's uh, that's lights out
1: I'm also going to go in the route of the pitchers I think another underrated swingman that the Royals have rostered in twenty twenty one. Um, even with as bad as he, I say bad as he was not nearly as good as he was in his first stint with the Royals. And he still has a 3.58 career ERA in a Royals uniform, 213 strikeouts and 276.1 innings pitched. He would not have qualified for this experiment had he not come back to the Royals this year, but I'm going to go with Irvin Santana and I'm going to throw him in my swingman role. Um, is somebody who can either start or relieve if I need him to in a pinch.
2: You might be in a pinch with uh, with your current staff so far. <laughs> it's incredibly possible. Might find yourself in said pinch. Um still on the middle <laughs> infield. <laughs> who needs it? Who needs it really? Man, I uh this is the pressure's on here. I've got guys that I know I want to end the draft with. But I'm not 100 sure where I want to head here. I think I gotta stick with the uh, uh, with the the bench bat and go with good old Steve Balboni. Give me some of that power off the bench. I can use him whenever I want to um, as uh, as the bench bat to come in, and maybe he could play a little first base. We'll see how flexible this lineup is uh, once I get him out on the on the card. But he is an absolute power hitter he's going to strike out quite a bit with a 20 almost a 26% k rate uh, with that power of 229 iso. So, he can absolutely mash baseballs uh, only a solo a 752 ops. So, there's there's obviously some uh, uh swing and miss there but he's going to hit balls to the moon. So, give me old Bob Aone. That's a good pick. That's a really good bench bat. I'll take it. I got a lot of first baseman. I didn't know if I uh, 100% meant to do that, but whatever. I think I gotta go back to the pitcher. I gotta go this this swingman role or, or whatever we're we're calling it. I'm gonna go with old Jeremy Affelt. Uh No, I'm sorry, that's not correct. That's not correct. Timeout. I mixed them up. Give me Jason Grimsley. This kind of a, also a strange pick, but <laughs> here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. The numbers aren't great as a reliever. He's got almost a seven, 7K per nine, uh, still walking 4.12 uh, batters per nine, but his ground ball rate, 65.3% ground ball rate. So I need a double play, bringing old Grimsley in, and then I'm shoving it, shoving it to Wade Davis and Greg Holland in the back. So I'll take Jason Grimsley to kind of be the, uh, the fireman almost. Um, even though it's not a very sexy name at all.
1: I am going to make a shameless decision here. He was a predominantly third baseman, but he did play over 100 innings at second base in a Royals uniform, and twice he posted an on-base percentage over 380 in a Royals uniform, career 360 on on-base percentage in a Royals uniform, a 110 weighted runs created plus, Going with big Paul Shaw to play second base for my we're not going to play defense team. We're going to get on base. We're going to hit a lot of home runs. And that's basically all we're going to do. So, again, absolutely shameless to go Paul Shaw up the middle. But Paul Shaw is going to be my second baseman.
3: Can also serve as your team chiropractor. Get a successful uh, career doing that after his baseball career. I don't even wow. have to
1: hire a trainer. Paul
3: Shaw got some care of. Somebody's got to
1: <laughs> Somebody's gotta do it. All right, Jeremy.
0: Oh man, now I gotta think. Think fast. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go with. This is completely bizarre and and kind of dumb. I'm gonna go with Mark Tian and I'm gonna make him my designated hitter uh he was uh, one of my favorite players i don't know we're we're kind of at the point where the team the team is the team so i'm gonna grab me some mark Tian and and call it a day in my lineup <laughs> uh i need
3: a right fielder and it's it's actually i'm surprised how thin that position is in royals history so uh, you know, especially the, the World Series teams, you know, had Nori Aoki and Alex Rios. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go with uh, probably an overlooked name. Al Cowens uh, was pretty below average most of his career. But in one year, 1977, he finished second in MVP voting, hit 312 with 23 homers, 112 RBI, 885 OPS. So uh, and he was a gold glover that year. So he's he, um, there's my gold glove outfield. Uh, and I'll put Al Cowens, Al Cowens in right. Um, and then for my bench bat... Um, I'm going to go with uh, Kendris Morales Uh, Mm -hmm. speaking of World Series teams uh, he is actually 7th in uh, franchise history in WRC Plus solid 277, 344, 476 line and of course that iconic moment in the uh, ALDS against Houston
2: I wanted him so bad
0: guess that makes it my turn again I'm gonna I just want ahead. you to know, you you chose Mark
3: Tien to DH on your team over <laughs> Kendris Morales.
0: Yeah, but I really like Mark Tian. <laughs> Seems perfectly likable. My second favorite royal of all time. I just feel bad if I don't draft him.
2: <laughs> Predisposed. He was on your team before we even got here.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm
1: definitely... Aaron, Gile.
0: Aaron Gile's still there, Jeremy. I know, I, no. I know, but... All I need left for my lineup is a bench bat. And if I'm going to grab a bench bat, I can't think of a better bench bat. I, let me say bench bat one more time because <laughs> I just made it weird. Uh, I can't think of a better guy to put there than Matt Stairs.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Matt Stairs is the pinch hitting king. Uh, so, yeah, he's going to be my bench bat. Aaron Gile, I I'm sorry, Aaron. I failed you. you. Beat me up later or something, but please don't.
3: I just I don't, I hate really
0: that. This is a real name, so don't anybody get mad at me.
2: Don't you do it. This,
1: this guy's real name that I've never heard of until this moment. His you're name is do it. Pete. Is it, are you? Oh <laughs> nope. I
2: know who you're talking about, but I'm going Peter to Peter Lecoque. Yeah.
3: You never <laughs> heard of Pete Lecoq?
2: <laughs> Pete Lecoq.
3: Uh Bradford Lee just wrote about him this week on our site. Uh Pete Lecoq, the son of oh, who is it? The host of oh Peter Marshall of Hollywood squares <laughs> wow uh, I yeah i was a journeyman first baseman for a couple years. he replaced john mayberry at first base incredible
1: <laughs> have you guys seen the movie the love guru with jack black Thank uh you, jack. No. it's mike myers but yes it's no, there's gross. a goalie mike myers that's right um there's a there's a hockey goalie in that movie named jacques like grande and so yep. very different than pete but um no in all seriousness i'm gonna go I'm actually going to draft defense first for a shortstop. I have to have somebody on my team that can catch the baseball. I got a perennial gold Glover behind the plate, a guy we all know can go get it out in center field. And so to tidy things up, I'm going to put another gold Glover at shortstop in the name of Nicky Lopez. I know he was bad his first couple of years with the stick and the big leagues, but – if I can get more like 2021 Nikki Lopez at the plate and get gold glove defense at shortstop, I think it makes up for the first couple of years what he didn't do at the bat. So but I'm remember, remember you get shortstop. all of Nikki Lopez. I know. Not just <laughs> know, Nikki Lopez. But if he can play gold glove shortstop all the time and hit every third of the time, that's still a really good hitter. <laughs> We're going to bring that at the moment. Um so I only need him to be good every third game at the plate. The rest of the lineup is going to hit. I don't I don't need Nicky Lopez to hit. I need you to get on base 33% of the time and I need you to play gold glove shortstop. That is all I need you to do to fill out my lineup. So Jeremy you are up. You've got two picks left. Choose carefully. You mean Josh? I think it's me. Oh, are we are we working back the other way? Okay. Yeah. Josh, yeah. you have two picks left. They're both right now. Uh choose carefully. Let me let me double check here.
0: Okay,
2: I go. I still need to find two, uh, two pitchers here, uh, and I'm gonna get creative here. Uh, I'm gonna go with Mark latell Okay, as a, as a reliever, eight forty eight K per nine. He did walk five batters per nine, but still has a career op- or a career, a career ERA for the Royals at two twenty five. So if he's walking five batters every game and still keeping his uh, ERA at 2.25 and his whip at 1.2, then he's got something, he's got some juice. So give me Mark Patel, uh, to kind of go with that, go with that bullpen. And last but not least starting off this first, this last round, you started to talk about names and I thought for sure you were going to take the best name. Uh, uh, Pete Lecoq is very, very good, but this guy actually has some juice in the, uh, in, in the rotation as well. But Dick Drago is going to be in my rotation as a starter. Uh, It wasn't really big on strikeouts, 4.5 AK per nine, with 2.46 walks per nine, but uh, he did not give up home runs, 1.3 whips, for very solid for a starter, and a 3.52 ERA. Um, So I went with Littell and Dick, and in the age of Twitter, it's (laughs) going to be a very fun time every time they get into the game. So give me Littell and Dick Drago to round out my team.
1: That is excellent. Good for you. Um, yep. I had to get him <laughs> predisposed. He's my Mark T now. That's well done. I hate that. I'm about to do this. I really do. I don't like that. I'm about to do this. Um, Cause I feel like I'm cheating, but this guy did relief. He was a reliever for the Royals and you could argue that his best year was the year they used him out of the bullpen to start the year. Uh, the final reliever that I'm going to put in my bullpen is one um, Brad Keller. I hate mm. you. I really don't like that pick. I I don't love that I've gotten to the point where the a guy who's going to be a reliever in my bullpen of only three relievers is Brad Keller. Uh, but that is my final pick of our fantasy draft here is one Brad Keller, the reliever, not the starting pitcher.
0: All right, well, I need a reliever, so I'm going to do something that I'm actually kind of surprised he's still on the board uh, right now. Uh, Looking at the relievers that are available, uh, especially, I'm going to go Al Fitzmaurice. Al Fitzmaurice primarily was a starter for the Royals, but he did do uh, some relief work, and he wasn't bad at it. Um, And, of course, he was a longtime post-game guy. Uh, so I'll go with Al and fill out my team.
3: And I guess I got the, I got Mr. Irrelevant. The last pick. Of the yeah, draft. you Is do. Right?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so I
3: need a reliever. And I was, I was thinking about Mike McDougal, who did make an all-star team and who I appreciate watching pitching, watching him pitch, but, uh, he was just like such fool's gold. And he, you know, he just walked everyone. Uh, so I will go with another overlooked old school name. I uh, probably don't have never heard of this guy, Ted Abernathy who didn't join the Royals until he was 37 years old, uh, but saved, uh, uh, it was like their first closer back when teams didn't use closers that much. Had 40 saves with the team, and actually, out of all relievers with at least 100 pitch innings pitched, he has the lowest ERA in franchise history. I guess probably out of all pitchers with at least 100 innings pitched, 2.31 ERA. Of course, back in the day when there weren't a lot of runs scored, but still, uh, 147 ERA plus. So, uh, and I, if I remember correctly, he was 37, but he looked like he was like 60, and he threw kind of submarine or sidearm style. So, oh, hell yeah, Ted Abernathy closed things out in my bullpen. I love okay. that.
2: That's like that, that dude, that, was a, that hit a lot of bingo uh, card uh, blocks <laughs> for me as far as awesome pictures.
1: <laughs> All right, Josh, go ahead and run us through it. You don't have to go through like an actual batting order. If you, if you have it ordered out, go ahead and do that, but run us through your starting lineup. Uh, and then your, your whole roster that you've got here that you've drafted.
2: Okay. I'll do my best to kind of do a, to do a quick one. I got Johnny Damon leading off hitting, going in right field. Right behind him is Jose Offerman at second base. Then I got George Brett at third base. Um, Let's see, what did I do here? Let's go with Gary Gaetti batting cleanup behind George Brett as my DH. Pilto Hosmer at first base uh, hitting sixth. Raul Banez in left field hitting seventh. Um, Wait, I left Beltron out. Beltron is way, way up higher in the lineup, but he's my center fielder. And then uh, Alberto Mondesi playing short and let's bat him ninth just to just kind of uh, get him in there as the wild card. Then my rotation, obviously, Zach Grinke, uh, James Shields, and then old Dickie Drago at the back of my rotation. The bullpen is a little bit uh, more stable with Mark Littell and Jason Grimsley, uh, as well as Wade Davis and then Greg Holland at the back. So that's my, uh, that's my award-winning lineup and roster.
1: All right, leading off. For my team, I have. Um, well, this is going to be interesting. Uh, I'm going to lead off with <laughs> four solo solo home runs. I'm going to lead off with uh, Lorenzo Kane in center field. In center field, batting second, we're going to go with uh, Willie Aikens at first base, batting third and right field. Danny Tartable batting fourth behind the plate. Salvador Perez batting fifth and left field. Bo Jackson batting sixth, uh, the designated hitter, Hal McCray, batting seventh, third base, Kevin Seitzer, batting eighth, second base, Paul Shaw, batting ninth, the shortstop is Nikki Lopez, Gerard Dyson off the bench. My starting rotation is Cy Young winner, David Cohn. Uh, I don't even remember Roger. I think it's Roger Nelson is his first name. Yep. And my
3: third <laughs> starting sign.
1: <laughs> is Jordano Ventura. Uh, In the bullpen, we're a little more stable. Brad Keller, Joaquin Soria, Kelvin Herrera, and Irvin Santana is my swing man.
0: All right, let's see. I just made up this lineup just like in five seconds, so I have no idea if this is really what I would do. But uh, left field, Alex Gordon, second base, Frank White, third base, Mike Moustakas, first base, Mike Sweeney, uh, right field, Jermaine Dye, center field, David DeJesus. Catcher, Mike Kirk, uh, Ed Kirkpatrick, designated hitter, Mark Tihan, uh, which, you know, you've got to when your designated hitter can bet eighth, you know that you're doing great. Uh, shortstop, <laughs> Freddie Patek. And uh, my pinch hitter, he will not be pinch running is Matt Stairs. Oh, I
2: love that pick, by the way.
0: Uh, thank you. I was worried he wasn't going to have a thousand at bats for the Royals, but he, <laughs> mm-hmm. he didn't clear the mark. Uh, and then in my rotation, I'm leading it off with two-time uh, Cy Young Award winner, Brett Saberhagen. Uh, and then I got Paul Splitorf and Danny Duffy. And in my bullpen, Al Fitzmaurice is the long guy. Luke Hochavers, the setup man. And Jeff Montgomery will shut things down. And Tom Gordon will pitch wherever the heck I need him to.
3: <laughs> and then my championship lineup, I have uh, <laughs> the, uh, the best base dealer of all time, uh, Willie Wilson leading off in left field. Whit Merrifield at second base. Amos Otis hitting third in center field. John Mayberry hitting fourth at first base. Billy Butler will DH and hit fifth. Joe Randa hits sixth at third base. Al Cowens hits seventh in right field. Mike McFarlane is our catcher, hits eighth. And Alcides Escobar will be picking it at shortstop, adding ninth with Kendris Morales coming off my bench. Uh, my starting rotation is Kevin Apier, Dennis Leonard, and Steve Busby. Uh, relievers, uh, Ted Apronathy. Steve Farr and Dan Quisenberry with Mark Gubazaw as my swing man.
1: That's a really good lineup. You did a good job there, especially at the very top of your lineup. Um, Really, really do like a lot of speed, a lot of speed. So Max, Max,
2: like he spreads, he spans the Royals universe as far as history goes. It's he goes, he
1: went very old and very new as well.
3: Young and the young and the old man. Yep.
1: So here's what we're going to do. We're going to post this podcast to run tonight. So if you listen to this on Wednesday night, by chance, this will be up Wednesday night. I'm going to write up an article on Royals review that'll run whenever Max runs it. Um, I will break down the lineup. There are websites that will optimize your lineup and give you a projection for how many runs you would score um, per game in over 162 games. So in the article, you'll have, You'll have the rosters, you'll have the the statistical breakdowns, the analytical breakdowns, and then we'll put a poll at the bottom of it and we want you guys to vote uh, for who you guys think would win in a fake playoff series um, against each other if these teams had to play each other. Who's your favorite team, et cetera, et cetera. So um, feel free to rip Jeremy apart on Twitter, <laughs> with I-S-H-O-K,
0: I uh, feel free to go on there and rip it apart if you want. If Uh, I'd um, known we were going to be actually like doing anything with these lineups, I might not have picked (laughs) Tian. but uh, I've dug my own grave now. So I,
1: I've got a terrible middle of my lineup as well. There's a, there's a, there's a hole in that lineup that we're just going to try to Houston Astros it all the way through. Um, So
2: anyway,
1: so Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this. We will be back again either next week or in a couple weeks with some more off-season content. God knows what that looks like at this point. Uh, With the Royals having to sit by and watch the Major League Baseball playoffs, Um, the Dodgers took game three from the Atlanta Braves last night. The Houston Astros took game five from the Boston Red Sox. So the Astros are currently up 3-2. The Braves are still up two games to one. They are also playing right now um, the score of that game doesn't matter. So, um, whatever. So anyway, we'll be back here in a week or two with some more off season content and I hope you enjoyed our live fake mock draft and there will be an article up on Royals review here in the next couple of days. We can get a better breakdown of what this, these lineups look like. So, um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you gentlemen for joining me. We'll be back again real, real soon.